Gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos into order, confusion into clarity. It turns meals into feasts, houses into homes, and strangers into friends. Melody Beattie. Welcome to the Listen for Life podcast with Genevieve Richardson. Genevieve is a speech-language pathologist rehabilitating adults with communication challenges after a stroke or due to a neurological impairment. Get equipped with knowledge from experts in the field and professionals you need to know. We'll hear stories and experiences from others who are navigating life with aphasia. So put your earphones in and take a walk outside. This isn't just a podcast. This is a community, a resource, and a support system. We're in this together. Do life. It's Thanksgiving. Happy, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. It is my pleasure to be with you today. So we are going to talk about Thanksgiving semantic feature analysis, and communication strategies. As many of you have been following along, this is going to be the sixth or seventh episode all about holiday inclusion for folks who have aphasia. And just to remind you, aphasia is any impairment in speaking, listening, reading, or writing. For someone to have aphasia, It just means that their language isn't working the way it used to, but they are still the same individual they've always been. They have the same memories and words and experiences, but perhaps they just can't get them out. So I wanted to make that as an important distinction as we launch this episode. So let's talk about what is semantic feature analysis. This is a therapy technique we use frequently in speech pathology and it has to do with um, describing uh, words, concepts, experiences. We can do something uh, with semantic feature analysis like uh, using a pen. And we can talk about, well, what's it made out of? What do you use it for? What's the function? Where do you find it in the house? Uh, show me how you would use it, right, to, to write with it. So we can use semantic feature analysis for something that's a noun like a pen. We could do it for a pair of glasses, right? Um, what are these? Well, it's a tool. It's something to help our vision helps us see more clearly or maybe zoom in on items, help us to read. They can be made out of glass or plastic. You get them from a doctor who's examined your eyes. Um, You can talk about glasses in all different ways. Where do we keep them? For myself, I've probably got five pairs of glasses. They're in all different rooms of the house and sometimes I still can't find them. So we can take a noun such as pen or glasses and we can break it down into its parts. Well, we can also do the same thing with something that is a concept like Thanksgiving. So what is Thanksgiving? It's a holiday. It's a holiday where family and friends or community get together and uh, most often it's 
uh, around a meal usually involves turkey and stuffing and, you know, green beans and, the, you know, the traditional foods. Uh, but Thanksgiving can also mean this is one time a year where all the family can get together, whether you have adult kids that are in careers or they're away at college and they come home. It's a time for families to spend together. Semantic feature is just a way of breaking down, whether it's a word or a concept, into its parts. So what does Thanksgiving mean for you? For me, Thanksgiving means the family is together. It's a meal around turkey and, and all those side dishes I just mentioned. I love to be the one cooking Thanksgiving. It's uh, for me, service is very important, and I love to cook for people, and having my family and friends around, that just it's very gratifying for me. The other thing I personally think about Thanksgiving is gratitude. I really do stop to smell the roses on Thanksgiving and interrupt my cooking and look around the house and see who's here and see the smiling faces and how people are talking and interacting. I also love Thanksgiving because I see it as the beginning of the holiday season and everything that's to come, whether it's thinking about Black Friday shopping the day after or decorating the tree. We always do Christmas decorations at my house. Um, once Thanksgiving's over, then all hands on deck for decorating for Christmas. All of those things are what come to mind for me when I think about Thanksgiving. So semantic feature analysis is a treatment we do in speech pathology. And I was just doing it a little bit ago with one of my clients and we were talking about Thanksgiving. It's a great way to help people find their words, tie words and concepts together and to have shared experiences. So I wanted to tell you a little bit about semantic feature analysis. So let's apply this concept of semantic features to your Thanksgiving. What do you think about Thanksgiving as? Where is it, where does it happen for you? Does it happen at your house or do you travel somewhere or do you alternate year to year? Who comes over to the house? Do you get along with everybody that comes or do you have some challenging personalities in there? Um, do you invite some neighbors or friends or people that you know from the community that might not have family? Do you embrace them and bring them into your home? Or are you the one that travels because maybe you don't have family but you join in somebody else's uh, tradition? So what about the smells of Thanksgiving? Can you think about what the turkey smells like? What about dressing? Do you hate sweet potatoes and it makes you gag every time you smell them in the kitchen? So what are the smells you associate with Thanksgiving? What about the sights? Um, uh, are there particular decorations you use? Is the house decorated a certain way? Is the table decorated with an orange tablecloth to go with the season? Uh, what do you see at Thanksgiving? What do you hear at Thanksgiving? My house, it's all about cooking. It's dishes clanging. It's water running. It's people washing dishes or coordinating 
whatever it is that needs to be coordinated on Thanksgiving Day. So you can use semantic features. You can break it down by your senses. What do you see? What do you hear? What do you think about? What do you feel? What do you smell? So semantic feature is a great way. If you can't think of a word you want to say, try to describe what it is, whether it's an object like a pen or it's a concept like Thanksgiving. Try and think around it. Think about it. Use your senses to break it down because our words are tied together like a web. Everything is, everything is connected in your brain. And when you go from one concept to the next, you can help incorporate, encapsulate all of the things that you think about using semantic features. Moving on, as you hopefully have been following along with our aphasia inclusion series that started early October, I wanted to reconfirm five of the top communication strategies you can apply today. I know you're all busy, you're cooking, you're cleaning, you're getting ready to travel or you're hosting or you're going to the community center, whatever the case may be. Here's the top five strategies for communication with someone who has aphasia. And I have an acronym for you to remember, CLEAR. The C stands for calm environment. Think about how you've set up, let's say you're hosting. Are you, do you have the TV on in the background? Is there music playing? Are there 20 different conversations going on? If you have a person with aphasia there at your event, know that that noise and activity is going to wear them out much more quickly. And if you wanted to have specific interactions with that person with aphasia, it's best to move out of the noisy spot and find a quieter spot to, to chat for a couple minutes or to connect or whatever the case may be. So the letter C, calm environment. L stands for listen actively. Show patience. Give them time to respond and listen with empathy. E is encourage nonverbal communication. Have pen and paper around. Sometimes writing out a word, drawing a picture, um, holding up the thing that you're talking about. All of that works as nonverbal cues. Your facial expression, your body language, um, what you point to, uh, all of these are nonverbal cues and so important and helpful for the person who has aphasia. The letter A in clear, adapt your speech. Keep your language more simple, but never, ever, ever, ever talk down to someone and never use baby talk. Oh, what do you need? Do not do that. Just simplify. If you're going to ask a question, Ask one thing in your question. Don't say, do you want bubbly water or ice or flavor or orange juice or coffee? Too, too much. Ask one question. Would you like something to drink? And wait for an answer. Would you like ice? Wait for an answer. Can I get you more coffee? Or better yet, more coffee? And wait for an answer. Adapt your speech. Just keep it simple but never talk down. R in the acronym CLEAR, 
repeat and reconfirm. It's okay to repeat yourself. If you're speaking to someone with aphasia and you're not sure they understood, say, I, I'd like to say that a different way and say it in a more simple way and pause. Sometimes a person with aphasia just needs a couple extra seconds to process what they've heard you say and you're going to know if they get it based on their eyes. They say the eyes are the windows to the soul. Well, it's true. Uh, the eyes can give you a lot of information about whether or not they understood. Confirm that they got the message. Does that make sense, Joe? Did did you understand what I said? So our acronym for Thanksgiving and for our future holidays, clear, calm environment, listen actively, encourage nonverbal communication, adapt your speech, repeat and reconfirm understanding. Whether it's understanding complex concepts like the holidays or communicating with care, a little empathy and some communication strategies, just five of them, can go a long way to making your holidays memorable, aphasia inclusive, and caring. Wishing each of you a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. Stay, stay with Listen for Life Aphasia podcast as we're going to finish out this year strong continuing to talk about communication strategies. Enjoy that pumpkin pie, everybody. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to the Listen for Life podcast. We hope you feel empowered and supported. Head over to listenforlifepodcast.com to see the show notes with links and information from today's episode. Do you have a topic, a resource to share, or a guest recommendation? Inquiring minds want to know. Let us know in the comments section. Wishing you a fabulous week.